Welcome, Welcome to Pisces Rising. Rising. I'm Ash. And I'm Heather. We want to talk about astrology with you. Go deep or go home. Hello. Hi, everyone. We're back to talk to you today about Jupiter. We felt like we needed a little bit of a better attitude, so yeah. we're doing Jupiter this week. Oh my gosh, I feel like I feel like maybe we revealed a lot last time, but oh well. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's what's great about expression, and that's what's great about doing your own your own PC. Is it doesn't have to be PC. Um, <laughs> So yeah, we're going to get into Jupiter because Jupiter just went into Pisces for how long? Until July 28th, and then it will retrograde back into Aquarius, and then on December 28th, we will have a solid year of Jupiter in Pisces. Which is limitless. Yeah. It's, Jupiter is a very expansive planet, which we've talked about a lot, and Pisces is a very expansive sign. Even though it seems like whiny and emotional, they're always transforming because they're so mutable. And back in the day, Jupiter and Pisces, they were companions. Jupiter was Pisces' ruling planet until Neptune was discovered. So that's why you'll notice that kind of luck. Like Jupiter brings out luck, especially when it's in Pisces. Pisces is one of the luckiest signs of the zodiac in the sense that they don't die for doing really dumb things. <laughs> um, a couple other things that I just want to say about this is I just had this realization of what the word crazy is. And one of the things that I really noticed is crazy is something that the mind can't fathom. So when the mind can't fathom something, we just call it crazy because we haven't gone there and thought about it. I had this experience with someone that I interacted with in the middle of a mental break, but what they were saying was very expansive. They were just getting the download all at once, so they f were having a hard time channeling that all at once, and any other person that didn't understand that information would have probably called them crazy, and their energy was definitely crazy in, the, in a little bit of the insane realm, but at the same time, it was very expansive. The information about the universal consciousness was so connected and coming through. So in that energy of Jupiter going into Pisces, it might not reflect in like people acting crazy or howling at the moon. It's actually not going to do that at all. But the way it's going to be is so expansive and limitless and deeper than that Aquarian energy because there's a bigger care where Jupiter doesn't care but Pisces does. So it's going to take that care and joy and bring it to caring about the positive and caring about yourself and how to expand in a healing way that is a little more genuinely love and light. Instead of just saying that and faking it, it really brings that energy forth. Yeah, I think it's going to deepen and expand a lot of people's compassion and empathy for other people. Because Jupiter and Aquarius, it definitely does that in like, uh, let's kind of champion the underdog, let's 
try to bring justice and revolution to these kind of like downtrodden groups or people that are in need. But then when Jupiter moves into Pisces, there's this sense of empathy and compassion that is overlaid to all of that. So sometimes that Jupiter and Aquarius can feel a little more like removed from the emotions and more of let's just uh, topple the patriarchy. Let's let just do this. Let's revolutionize. Whereas when it moves into Pisces, it's a real deepening of feeling and emotion and a dissolving of boundaries, especially. I feel like Jupiter in Pisces is going to expand everyone's auras and kind of blend them and merge them into one, you know, which beautiful. Oh, thanks. I mean, I think in a way it will be really good, but it can maybe obscure sort of the view of who you are. It could create some confusion around what's yours, what's someone else's, um, which can be good, but it can also maybe be a little disorienting. A little more about shared joy, too, Mm -hmm. like opening and sharing that joy with other people. And for those of you water signs, I think water signs are particularly going to love it, especially the Pisces-Jupiter conjunction for the Pisces sun. It's really going to be transformation time for the water signs. Yeah. And the other signs, the, you know, fire signs, it's not necessarily going to bring transformation to the fire signs, but it's going to probably bring a lot more love and compassion where love and compassion is needed. And that energy of softening the fire is going to create a little more grace in the action of what happens. Um, and way less misunderstandings. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Like almost communicating telepathically. Like you don't have to say what's on your mind. Somebody might pick up on it with a little more ease. Jupiter is also very Detective, if you think about it, and actually Kara just told me this recently, she's into astronomy, also into astrology, but very into astronomy, and it acts as a shield of the asteroids. Yeah. So in astrology, it does protect us. It protects us from that intense energy, and it, and it does bring out that joy. It protects, protects us from getting smacked down with an asteroid. Yeah, I was reading about that recently, too. Jupiter is so huge that it... That's why it has so many moons. It's grabbed these meteors and these like space rocks and brought it into its orbit when they were kind of headed on course to the Earth. So it's actually protected and saved the Earth from what could have been a possible catastrophe. And uh, Neptune is currently in Pisces. It's going to be in Pisces for a really long time. I can check that exact date in a minute. So we're, we are, in 2022, we're going to have a Jupiter-Neptune conjunction which is going to be really powerful and expansive and really exaggerate all this energy that we're talking about. So the other thing, too, is with the Jupiter and Aquarius, which it is going to go back to Aquarius, but with that energy, like Ashley was saying, it's a little more like radical and a little more like let's smash the patriarchy. Um, But the Jupiter in Pisces is going to bring a little dissolve to that energy, and it's going to be more about rising above that stuff and not actually giving it any energy. If you think of Neptune and when something comes at it, it will just turn to dissolve. It will just turn to a puzzle. So when you think of, and I guess as a double Pisces, um, when I think of rules... A lot of the times I think they're, they're, they're stupid. Like, I'm an, a naturalist. I would walk around if it was legal. I wouldn't care about being, like, naked in public. You know, I don't want to go to the doctor and fill out paperwork. I think if you need help, you should just go and be able to get the help. 
So there's an energy of simplicity and like expansion and it's not about the rules. What's important is the soul and the expansion of the soul. So there is going to be this like expansion of like, well, let's just help each other without having you, you know, it doesn't matter about how much money you make a year. You still need help. Like these things that tie us down and Aquarius is about they might be anti-system, but they're still about the system. Whether yeah. they're like pro-system or no system, there is a system involved. Whether it's tearing down the system. Pisces do not give a fuck about the system because they don't understand it. They are constantly flapping around in their own element, and their own energy. So Pisces itself has that expansion, that, that ability to like, you know, absorb and dissolve and turn something to that unconditional love. And, and what's important from the soul's perspective, not from the mind and not even from the physical body, but from how the soul expresses itself and it being in such of an expansive planet such as Jupiter, the expression is going to be more like, well, let's just work together to bring in love and flow and you know, mutate the energy by changing it with vibrating higher instead of fighting against it. So that tension and fight that we've been feeling and the great divide that we've been feeling is going to take a little break for a while and we could all be nice to each other. Oh, that would be lovely. I really love what you said about the Pisces being kind of above the system, like floating in a world where that is not really a thing. And I think that what that is, is it's sort of a lack of duality. It's more focused on unity rather than this versus this. And how to, how can this overthrow this? How can this overcome this? It's more like, don't you see it's all the same? You know, don't you see that we are all connected and there's this level of unity and just, um, yeah, a real focus on kindness, a real focus on like heart-centered action. But, you know, things might not get done in the more practical sense. With Jupiter and Pisces, it's more about feeling. It's more about tapping into intuition. It's less about action. And maybe it's about inspired action. So you might be inspired and guided to move towards something. But it might be harder to work in a linear fashion. Like, I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to cross this off the to-do list. It might be a, a bit more challenging in that sense. Would you say that Jupiter is, Jupiter and Pisces are both like expansive, not dissolved, but they're, Jupiter's not about rules or regulations, it's more about joy as well, right? It doesn't have discipline. I think so, yeah, it's about freedom and expansion. I mean, Jupiter is the the ruler of Sagittarius, who is very much anti-rules and anti-anything that would box in, and I think that Jupiter kind of stands for all that too. In Pisces, it's going to be a little less rebellious, and, well, would you say Pisces is rebellious? And only in the way that they don't care. Like, what I find is they care, but they don't. And I actually just wrote about this in the newsletter, and also thinking about the mutability. You care if you're attached to something that cares and you feel it in your body, but I actually think that Pisces is the most unjudgmental sign of the zodiac. They don't care what you're doing. They're not thinking about it. They're more thinking about like how they can feel good or how they can make somebody else feel good as opposed to like really caring what you're doing wrong and deeming you a demon because you're thinking a different way 
than they do. There, there's the, the expansion comes with a way of like, okay, I know you think differently, but how can we come to the same place and still love each other through this difference? So there's a little, there's a lot of optimism there. And I think that that's why Pisces get, that everybody thinks they're delusional, but when you're a Pisces, and you know, there is delusion there. I've definitely had my days of delusion and disillusion, but when I think and feel and I take somebody I love into account, I don't do what I want for them. I know what they would want for themselves. So there's a trust that's built because the people that are close to me know that I am going to take their needs into consideration because if Pisces considers that and they don't judge you for having completely different needs than them and they still want those needs to be met and they don't care in the way of like, oh my God, you're a Republican, you know, I'm not going to help you because you think this. They're more like, all right, like, I see that you're stuck right now, and I don't want you to be stuck because I know how bad that hurts. So I don't care what you think, I still want to help you. It's a deep empathy, yeah. Yeah, and understanding, and it's an empathy in a way of, like, there is a knowing. Like, you know, you can be a Pisces and get lost in what somebody else thinks and does, or you can be a Pisces and just understand that, you're feeling what somebody else thinks it does. You might not know your own feelings, but you know what they're not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a really good point, because I, I do know a lot of Pisceans who have a lot of confusion or have gone through periods of great confusion over who they are and what they want to do in the world, and maybe they feel a little alien. And I think that's one thing that Aquarius and Pisces have in common. There's a sense of feeling like a stranger in a strange land, like you were kind of dropped on the planet and what am I doing here? And Aquarius, I think, can sometimes really detach from their body, whereas Pisces can feel the emotion and they can connect to the people on the planet, but they still feel this sense of maybe... It's a little bit of a lack of direction at times, but it's easy for them to kind of look at other people and see what they need, even if they themselves don't know what they need personally. No, that works. Yeah. That they, they do know what other people need more than they don't need. And that's exactly what I think about yeah. not care. Yeah. You know, their needs can change all the time. That's yeah. the thing. They're okay. not, they don't have attachments. That's, that's the not caring. It's yeah. not like I'm a fucking asshole and I don't care about you. It's more like what I want could change at any minute. So I'm just going to go with the flow. Right. That's a higher Pisces. Like, like when I know that I need to leave for my groups or my ceremonies or whatever the hell I'm doing, I take my Pisces self and I connect with the Aries in my first house and I absorb that Aries energy because I know I need to leave. So I still rely on another aspect within myself. And what am I leading? I'm leading people's soul to connect with their bodies. And that part is very Pisces. So the core is very Pisces, but the discipline and action to do that and the aggression that it takes to like come out is the Aries or assertiveness. Yeah. I think Pisces are really good at actually, like, using different parts of their charts because they are so absorbent that they can easily take on these different roles. And I think water signs in general, well, maybe not Scorpio so much, but Cancer and Pisces are very absorbent and can kind of take on personality traits of those around them. But similarly, they can easily lean on different parts of their astrology to guide them 
in different ways. Like you were saying, if you have, if you're a Pisces that has some fire in your chart, you can easily lean on that if you kind of just focus on it. You can lean on the earth in your chart and create more grounding and stability. You can move into the air and become a bit more social and pull yourself out of the kind of watery depths. And Jupiter is kind of porous too. It's not like the moon, but it does have that expansion and Jupiter has this energy of not caring what it's in. It's going to have joy no matter what it's in. Yeah. So because of that, when it's in a sign like Pisces, they're friends. They like love to make love. They like love the energy of love and fun and adventure and having things be easy and not hard. So there's going to be a lot of softening, especially with Neptune in Pisces. I mean, very rarely does Pisces become the dominant energy. And, you know, next year in 2022, when there's going to be a time where Neptune, Jupiter, and the Sun, and the Moon, you know, and probably Venus and Mercury are all going to be in Pisces. Oh, and, wow. You know, there's going to be a tidal wave of, like, unconditional love and orgies going on. It's going <laughs> to be great. Um, but it's also not going to be contained, you know. If something like this happened around the election, it would have went... No, I was going to say it would have went very differently, but m maybe not, because maybe all that energy, nobody would have voted. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. If you get into that deep Pisces realm, it's like, I don't want to choose between two people who maybe I don't agree with either of them. It's like, let's just forget about this dividing system. Let's float above it. And that's the mutability and the yeah. rising above duality. Yeah. It's the mutability because, like, even Gemini has that energy. When uh, anything mutable is, that's your number one chance for rising above duality. Because mm -hmm. when it's mutable, it's not black and white. The All the other elements, you know, are black and white. Even Even air can actually be black and white, because that's a little more mental and a little bit more about organizing thoughts. But because of the energy of water and the energy of mutability, and mutability alone is, is going to absorb what it's next to. And if it doesn't absorb it, that's when that energy begins to rise above. Like, I absorbed it, I processed it, I know what it's like, I don't want it anymore, so I'm just going to rise above to the next level or sink into the lower level. Instead of it being about right or wrong, you're kind of moving with the tides and whatever happens with the weather pattern, you're going to pick up. So the next... When, did, when, when does it go back again? In July? July 28th. So it goes retrograde on June 20th and then dips back into Aquarius July yeah. 28th. And I was just kind of thinking about Jupiter retrograde and what that does and what that might look like as opposed to Jupiter just kind of full steam ahead in Pisces. I think that when it slows down in Pisces is when, and retrogrades backward, that maybe at that point there's kind of this element of reflection, maybe moving inward a little bit more into your own intuitive depths. And I think at that point, there's a really good chance of deepening sort of psychic ability and exploring that within yourself because it's less externally focused. It's less like, let's push ahead forward through Pisces and just kind of absorb everything that's in the external world around us, feel its energy. It's more about turning inward at that point. And I think that could be kind of interesting, too. I don't hate Jupiter retrograde, you know? Yeah, me neither. Jupiter is so positive that even under, like, the weirdest circumstances, it's still not going to feel terrible. It can expand in strange ways. It can make... It can definitely exaggerate situations, and it can create a level of confusion or 
I think we talked about it in a previous episode, you know, it can make you kind of go all out in maybe an extreme way, but at the same time, it creates enough joy wherever it goes that even if bad things happen, you can kind of bounce back from them fairly easily. Yeah, the cup is always overflowing to the point where it's naive. Yeah, exactly. That's that's really the only issue is that it can create, like, I'm just going to do it. It's going to be fine. And maybe it's not fine, but Jupiter allows you to be like, okay, it's not fine. Whatever, I'll just move on. So it's really great. And Jupiter, as Heather said, was the ruling planet of Pisces for many years. If you look at, like, Hellenistic astrologers, people that are still practicing that today, they still consider Jupiter the ruler of Pisces. So it's at home here. It makes sense. I mean, Jupiter and Aquarius, as we were saying, it it's not that it doesn't make sense. And I think Jupiter is really at home pretty much anywhere except for maybe Jupiter and Capricorn is a little strange because Capricorn's a little restrictive mm-hmm. and Jupiter is so expansive that it was kind of like contradicting itself. Yeah, that was a little bit like it becomes about earning money instead of just trusting the flow of making it. Right. And also that was really just because it had to conjunct Saturn. That yeah. was like the the weirdest part. It wasn't that it was in Capricorn because, as we mentioned, it can do fine anywhere. It's just that <laughs> it's up against Saturn. Yeah, and because it's absorbent, and yeah, we should we'll do a we'll do an extensive podcast on Saturn one day. Yeah. Oh, Saturn. It's way heavier. Yeah. Would you say that Saturn is the most difficult planet? Well, I personally like it for manifesting. If you're disciplined and you know how to work with it, I think it's great. Yeah, Saturn and the moon, in my opinion, yeah. it would be Saturn. And the moon is just like your subconscious, and, and Saturn's going to, yeah, Saturn's just heavy. It's, it's heavy, it's about weight, it's about losing weight, it's about gaining weight, it's just about time, it's about all things serious and structured and rules, and Jupiter is just the most freeing. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. it's difficult if you don't like that stuff. If you're a Capricorn, I could see where you'd really like that energy, because you'd be... A natural with it. Saturn's a little more about separation and kind of, it's not about connection at all. It's about kind of putting your head down and focusing. And I find that when I have a lot of Saturn transits, it's sort of a lonely feeling that accompanies it, a feeling of just being like completely removed from everyone else. Yes, losing friends, mm-hmm. yeah, ending relationships because of people not liking your discipline, yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. going to get into another podcast. Oh my god, yeah, we're getting a little off topic, yeah. but it's it's just to yeah. kind of contrast Jupiter, yeah. which is so much about connection and expansion, and, um, you know, if you are losing friendships during Jupiter transits, it's more because you're expanding into friendships that are more on your wavelength, and it's less about, like, painful goodbyes and more about natural endings. And more about community and gaining friendships yes. and gaining that expansion as well. Yeah, you're not losing, you're gaining, yeah. even, if, even if things are falling aside, it's because you're moving in the direction of more compatible community. So a few more things is going to be spontaneity in a really unconventional way of just like maybe getting a feeling for the first time ever that courses through you and having the need to do it. So there is an element of channeling that's going to happen through this Jupiter going into Pisces, especially because it's going to go and, and what, it's going to maybe go to two degrees before it retros back? So those beginning degrees in Jupiter and Pisces, the beginning degrees are always the most exciting, and it's always when you feel the best of the best. So the beginning of that 
transition, which we're in right now, and we're going to be in, we're only going to get the beginning of it between now and July, mm -hmm. is really going to be, there's going to be a sense of spontaneity, a sense of like, oh, you know what? I don't want to work this summer anymore. I just want to experience life and experience my spirit. And it's different than impulsive. It's more of like the flow and the trusting your soul and listening to your soul and what it wants without the restrictions of anything really because even Aquarius Aquarians don't necessarily listen to their soul they listen to the like higher mind they, they might be tapped into that collective consciousness but they listen to there, there's just that radical energy of like resistance and you know Jupiter is going to absorb that a little bit so it might be like okay I have this big plan that never happens and Pisces' plan might dissolve, but there's not going to be effort going into it if it doesn't happen. Where if you want to do something and you get that feeling coursing through you, you're going to kind of do it really quickly right away and not think about it and just go with the flow of it. Or you're going to get into this point where you're like, okay, that's not the right thing, but this is. Um, so there will be action taken on the more level of spontaneous trust when it comes to like nurturing your spirit. You know, it might not be like, okay, should I drop off this cliff or not? Should I, you know, jump off the cliff and take this risk or, you know, dive into this water that I don't know what's underneath, but more like I want to feel blissed out and euphoric and relax and enjoy my life. And in order to do that, work's not the right thing for me right now. So those decisions, and the trust in the universe, the trust in the prosperity and the money, because again, there is that luck. Pisces and Jupiter is also going to bring money. It's for finances, just like it does for Sag. Just before the pandemic and Jupiter went into Aquarius in, what, 2019? It was in... Capricorn, yeah. Yeah, so 2018 it was in Sag. Yeah. That was the busiest year at the shop ever that I had in 2018 and oh, that wow. was all Jupiter in you know Sag that just income that prosperity just flowing and it's going to be very similar when Jupiter goes into Pisces in a little bit of a different way because I don't think Pisces really care about money um, they, they, they want to make it but that's not their priority and that trust in the universe and that trust in letting it flow is just great yeah absolutely I really like it and I liked what you said about it's not really like an impulsiveness because it's more like it's guided by just an inner knowing and impulsive sometimes has this sort of fiery quality to me like it can bring destruction with it like the impulse can lead you to sort of trample something over and just kind of move. I, I think about Aries as like an impulsive sign or Sagittarius even and there's a fiery energy to that whereas with Pisces it's it is following impulses, but it's more of a gentle flow rather than I'm just going to like maybe knock all this stuff over as I move out of the way of this particular path that I'm on. And I agree. I think that there is a sense of financial abundance that could come from this. And again, that has something to do with the fact that Jupiter is in a way at home in Pisces. You know, you mentioned that you had all this um, income 
flowing in when Jupiter was at home in Sagittarius, and that's because Jupiter is able to freely bring its abundant spirit when it's at home. So since Jupiter is the ancient ruler of Pisces, I think that we'll see a similar flow of income, but a lot of that will have to do with having faith and trusting that it will come. And I think the more resistance that's put up and the more that we try to dig our heels in and go against our impulse, the more we can block that flow. So just allowing and trusting your inner knowing. That word right there, allowing, is a perfect word for mm -hmm. this transition. Yeah, because Jupiter and Aquarius probably brought a lot more upheaval than anything, and in a way that probably needed to get shaken up, but now that it's in Pisces, it's really like, what have we learned from this? How can we... How can we bring in more love? How can we bring in more unity, more knowing, and more trusting of our of our higher self rather than like what we're being told by people here on Earth? So yeah, a, a lot of this is going to have to do with listening to your higher self, listening to your inner knowing, and really developing that strong link between your mind and your your intuition because. There could be a lot of confusion if you try to listen to other people too much during this Jupiter and Pisces transit. I think that that could bring a lot of confusion. So really trusting your own knowing during this time. Yeah, and a lot of times what you find is you might be dipping into the collective consciousness a little more. Yeah. And all that Nirvana, Buddha, bliss shit you hear about, you're going to feel it now. Yeah. Like, for those of you who are in touch, that whole, like, ooh, floating in space and nothing affects me and I just feel so blissed out all the time. That's where we're headed, and for those of you that are more connected to that consciousness and believe that, you know, you're going to be feeling it. I felt it as soon as it went in last night. I had, I, well, Jupiter was at 29 degrees Aquarius for like a week, and that was crazy. I feel like it did a lot of weird stuff. Like, there were some weird freak accidents that happened this week. Like, my sister's boyfriend fell off a roof and broke both his ankles. And doesn't Aquarius rule over yes. the ankles? Yeah. Yeah, like weird stuff. And that 29th degree really carries a lot of intensity. And I felt the relief as soon as it, Jupiter moved into Pisces. And maybe that's because my ascendant is Pisces. I feel really tapped into that energy. For those of you who have Aquarius rising, maybe it is a different story for you. But overall, I think that Jupiter's really happy here. And when Jupiter's happy, we're all happy. It's wrap, huh? Yeah. Peace out. See you guys later. Thanks for listening to Pisces Rising. To send us a request for a topic or to get a reading with us, you can find us on Instagram at Pisces Rising Podcast. Email us, Pisces Rising Podcast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook. Have a magical day.